I just need to take a deep breath. Right, fresh start. Let's begin again. Now, how many of you did that on New Year's Eve? Deep breath, look back over the last year. Okay, let's start again. Uh, I was able to go to a prayer meeting that started at uh, 11.30 um, and then went through to, to uh, 12.30. And so we finished 2023 praying and thanking God for being with us through the last year. And we, we prayed into the new year and very much it was a case of, one, what we would like to see God do in the new year because we've all got hopes and things that we'd like to ask God for. But also just that sense of saying to God, you've already uh, planned what good things you want to do in the new year. I don't yet know what they are. So will you help me to know the good things you're already planning for me to get involved in? Help me to say no to the things that aren't part of your will for me and yes to the things that are part of your will for me. And that's really what uh, we're going to spend January doing as a church family, to come to God and say, okay, God, as we start a new year, what do we want to say yes to? Because you've planned some really good things for us this year. And what are some of the things that we might need to say no to in order to make space for those good things? So we're thinking about how do we really get 2024 off to a great start. One of my favourite verses in the New Testament is this one from Hebrews 10 and verse 24. It says, Let us consider one another... In order to provoke. Now, whenever you think of me and provoking, it might not necessarily be a good thing, but in this verse it is. Because we're not provoking people to frustration or anger or anything like that. It's let's consider one another in order to provoke love and good works. Now, what does that word consider mean? Well, let's think about each other. So let's not just kind of blaze through life, busy with our own agenda. Let's stop and think about each other. Let's think about who's part of our church family. Let's think about who we're living at home with. Let's think about who our neighbours are. Let's think about others who are following Jesus around us. Let's think about people who don't yet know Jesus around us. How can we impact one another well? And thinking very specifically of those who are following Jesus together, the author of Hebrews says this, let's think about one another in order to provoke love and good works. How can we help each other grow in love in 2024? How can we help each other grow in the good works that God plans for us to do? We don't have to wait for a new year to think about these things. Uh, this is written to encourage us all the time to be thinking about this kind of stuff. We've just celebrated Christmas and at Christmas we remember Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us. He came to us and revealed what God is like and he completely changed everything about our life. And in the same way, God sends us to each other so that we can change each other's life, so that we can reveal something of God to one another, help one another grow to be more like him, so that we can help those who don't yet know God uh, come to know him as well. It's a really important thing that we do, provoking one another to love God and others, provoking one another to love and good works. Now, for those who didn't get a handout earlier, I've got a bunch of them here. So, Josiah, would you mind shuttling these back for me? Because we're going to think very specifically today. Thanks, buddy. Um, so, put your hand up if you need one of those and haven't got one already. Uh, we're going to think very specifically today. How do we use our words to provoke love and good works? Uh, in Ephesians 4, there's this wonderful verse that says this. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So we're going to spend our time together today thinking about this verse. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what's helpful for building others up according to their needs, so that it may benefit those who listen. And if we can nail this verse this year, 
we will be completely pe different people at the end of 24 than we were at the beginning of 2024. Um, this can have a powerful impact in each other's lives. So, uh, now particularly for the kids, uh, this uh, illustration is for you. Uh, can anyone name the delicious piece of fruit that I have on this pedestal? Banana. Riley. It is a banana. Would you like to eat this banana? No. Oh, what? What's wrong with you, Riley? It's <laughs> delicious. You've just ruined the whole talk, buddy. I would like to eat this banana. Would anyone else like to eat this banana? Thank you, Hamish. All right. So it's a reasonably good banana. To be honest, it, it's not quite as good looking as when I uh, brought it in a couple of days ago. Over here I have another banana, and it was my intention to put this banana on a plate so that you could see it clearly. Um, it's not in quite as good a condition as the other banana. Can you see that in there? And the reason I'm not taking the lid off is because I already took the lid off earlier this morning, and it was not pleasant. It was absolutely putrid and I thought if I leave that up there for the whole service we could have a lot of people leaving kind of green faced and, and thinking this was not a good idea at all. That is a very rotten banana and it relates to our verse. In verse 29, and this is a great thing to remember, every time you read this verse in your Bible, um, remember the couple of bits of fruit here, where it says don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, it's talking about that banana. So the word unwholesome, sometimes it's translated as foul or bad or rotten. But the basic idea behind that word is there was something that was good and it was meant to be good, but somehow it's turned and gone bad, really bad. And where it used to be able to nourish and do good things for those who received it, now it's just going to make people sick. It's going to be a big problem in their lives. You don't want to give them that kind of stuff. Um, and God intended our words to be a gift. God intended us, just like him, to be able to speak and good things to happen. Our words have power in one another's lives. And when we use words the way God intended us to, those words are fantastic. They give life. But if we let our words go bad, what this translation describes as unwholesome, if we let that stuff come out, the impact is the opposite of the impact we're supposed to be having, which is building others up according to their needs so that it may benefit those who listen. So uh, now uh, my work is almost done. It's up to you guys. I've got these whiteboards here because I would like you to give me some examples of what are some words which are wholesome and lovely and, and build up. Uh, for example, thanks. When you give thanks to God and to others, does that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Generally a good thing. So I'll, I'll give you that one as a, as a freebie. Thanks. Now on your sheets, you've got some space to write some words down. Don't be too hasty because you don't have that many spaces. You might like to think about which words you want to write down before you choose your word. Um, so, so let's go maybe to the other extreme. Um, somebody who's not grateful is probably somebody who might tend to complain. How come I don't have what they have? It's not fair. Um, you didn't do that right. Um, and complaining is just something that the Bible talks quite a bit about. It's just not something that builds up. It doesn't make anyone feel good. So there's an example of some good fruit. There's, there's an example of some bad fruit. Does anyone have a, another example of what might be a kind of speaking that actually is really great to hear? What kind of speaking do you enjoy hearing? Don't everyone speak at once. I was thinking, Jim, I'm going to have to really G everyone up. But that one for encouragement and 
Pri that was prize, wasn't it? Yep. Excellent. Okay, and encouragement was the other one. All right, so let's... Excellent. Okay, now let's go over here, and people might not be as enthusiastic this time. What's something you hate hearing whenever you hear it? Oh. Uh, I heard blame, I heard put down, and I heard whinge. All right, uh, blame, put downs... Whinging. Now there's one for this dictionary. Um, I'm just going to say whinge. How the ing goes on the end, I'm not quite sure. But, all right, maybe the teachers can uh, come up and uh, change it. Look, we're not getting into an English lesson here now. Okay, so as you even just see, oh, how about we even it up? Let's do one more nice thing to hear about. Was that kindness? All right. We can be kind in our actions and we can be kind in our words. All right. So there's a bit of a list starting to take shape. Now, it, you kind of just, it's no contest, is it? This is what we want to be about as a community of people. But do you notice how easy it is to get drawn into that stuff sometimes? Um, Aussies, pretty well known for our put-down humour at times, um, seeps into my household very easily, I know. Um, whenever you're feeling put on the spot, pretty easy to start blaming somebody else for, for the things that you've done or, or for the things that they've done and you just might want to make sure they know about it. Easy to complain, easy to, to whinge about things. It's so easy to do that stuff. In fact, as I look at the two lists, I think this is way easier. Don't you find that, that this is, you just get drawn to this stuff really easily? But this is the stuff you want to be doing, don't you? It feels good when you do it, feels good when you hear it. So when it talks about don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, it's saying choose list A, don't choose list B. But notice it goes on even more specifically than that. It says, but only what is helpful for building others up, which is what all of this stuff is doing, according to their needs. So it's not as though we just need to specialise in encouragement or praise or thanksgiving or kindness, we actually have to learn to listen to how God through his Holy Spirit is prompting us to tune into the needs of people. What kind of wholesome talk is going to be most helpful in any given situation? Does a person need comfort? Do they need a healthy challenge? Do they need reassurance? Well, we need all of those things, but we tend to need them at different times, don't we? So do we have the capacity to perhaps slow down, pay attention, listen to God as well as noticing how other people are going, and actually give them what is the kind of wholesome talk that is going to build them up according to their needs? I feel like that's a great project for us to work on in 2024. For us as a church family, uh, whenever we gather together, for us when we split up and go to our workplaces and to our homes and our neighbourhoods, to ask God to help us to tune in what is the kind of wholesome speech that is going to be a blessing to people around us, to serve them according to their needs. So let me just give you one quick example. Imagine somebody is about to do something for the first time and they're feeling fairly nervous about it. Maybe uh, they're going to jump up on stage here and do a Bible reading for the first time or something like that. And so you know they're feeling nervous. You know what their needs might be. Let's start with list B. 
What don't you want to hear if you're in that situation? What are some of the things that we want to avoid if somebody's about to do something and they're feeling nervous? Any ideas? Yeah, now remember, uh, don't, don't smile, don't trip over the steps, don't, you know, so it might be well-meaning, but it might just be adding a lot of pressure, yeah, maybe a list of don'ts. Oh, you're doing the Bible reading? Oof, don't want to mess that up. That's not, not that great to hear, is it? Anything else you might not want to hear? Oh, I remember when so-and-so did the reading. Oh, they were so quiet, you could hardly hear them. It was such a, oh, oh no, no, I'm not going to do that. As you think about it, there's, there's probably quite a lot of things that you could say which wouldn't necessarily be that helpful. Um, what about something like this? Don't worry, you've got this. You're going to nail it. Now, at first hearing, that sounds way, way, way better than those rotten bananas that we, we spoke just a few minutes ago. But as we stop and think about it, that's not quite as wholesome as what we would like either. And this is where tuning into how the Bible says we can speak wholesome words is actually really helpful because the way Christians speak wholesomely into each other's lives is a little bit different for people who don't know Jesus. Because when you say to somebody, hey, you've got this, you're going to be fine, it's going to be great, what are you teaching them to do? Rely on themselves. Is that what we actually believe we want to do? It's not, is it? So it is really good in the sense of you are encouraging them. You are saying, hey, you can do this because they can. You are telling them that, hey, I'm on your side. I'm not going to criticise you. So there's a lot of good in that. So don't ever hear that and say, oh, you shouldn't do that. No, that's great, but it's not as good as what the Bible tells us we could be doing for each other, to have some really, really good stuff that we could offer each other. And what might some of that be, do you think? It's harder to think about, isn't it? And it's not as easy to say because it's not the way everyone speaks all the time. We've actually got to d develop a new culture of how we speak to one another. Think of the audience of one. Yeah. Hey, you've got an audience of one. God's already pleased with you. He loves the fact that you're giving it a go. Just go, there, go out and enjoy it. That, that might be something you could do. Hey, if God's put this on your heart to do, he's going to give you the ability to, to do it. Hey, you know what? Even if you mess up, and I don't think you will, but even if you do, we love that just as much as when you get it right. Because it reminds us all that it's okay to mess up in our family. Um, in fact, uh, we believe that that's how you best learn. And we believe that's how you best show everyone that everyone belongs here. You don't have to be at this standard to fit in here. We like it when people are just whoever they are. Uh, whether they get it right or get it wrong, we're just family. That's what we do. Um, there's so many things that we could say, but do you feel a little bit self-conscious and a little bit preachy by talking like that? Sometimes we might. Because it's not how we're used to speaking. It's not how the world speaks. It's distinctively different. But yet, it's a distinctively different type of speaking that is really, really good. And it's one of those unique goodnesses that the church has to offer the world. A way of speaking that points us to God and how amazing God is. How incredible it is to be part of God's family. How blessed we are. And therefore, how it changes how we approach everything that we do in life. There is really peace and joy and acceptance and security and a fresh start. There's so many good things. And it's our job to use our words to remind each other of that all the time. In Hebrews, it talks about speaking this way even more so as we see the day approaching. 
as we get closer and closer to that time when Jesus returns, we're very conscious of the fact we want more and more people to be ready to receive Jesus and to know in advance how good Jesus is. And by practically doing the things that show the goodness of God, that's how we help our world know and receive Jesus when he comes. So what could that look like for you this week? And that's where these handouts come in. I'd invite you to take these home. And if you're in primary school, you have the added bonus. Uh, yours has pictures. You can colour in the pictures. You can have some examples of some rotten words. What are some rotten words? And we've got four on our board. You might think of some others because there's, there's lots and lots of different types of rotten speaking. And you could look up, what does the Bible say about that? And you might like to get an adult to help you. There's sometimes in some Bibles, there's lists of words at the back and you can look up the verses that they come from. Uh, or you can Google it. What does the Bible say about complaining? There's lots of ways to find out more. And you could find out what the Bible says about those rotten ways of speaking. But for much more fun, look up what the Bible says about some healthy ways of speaking. And maybe you could learn those verses and they could remind you of the kind of speech you want to do this year. Or if you're a bigger person, you have a very similar sheet. And I've put one down somewhere. Here it is. Uh, and you've only got two of each type. I've allowed you a little bit more room to list to your Bible verses and to give a definition of words. Um, but on the back of those sheets, there's some examples of how you could do some further study on those words as well. Um, I, I really like using things like um, uh, concordances to... to find out, okay, I want to read every verse the Bible has to say on that, that word, uh, because then you feel like you're getting a really good understanding of it. So I've written some stuff there that might help you uh, do some study and to do some prayer and thinking through for your own life as well. Thanks for being here today. I hope that by being here, and as we've thought a little bit about Ephesians 4.29 and the challenge, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, don't speak in rotten ways. Speak in ways that build others up according to the needs. I hope that you'll have an opportunity this week to do more of that than last week because that's the journey we're on. Little bit by little bit, we become more and more the people that God wants us to be. Every day is a fresh start. Let's pray.